It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas the Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this just very invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each one of you. And you are all in for such a treat today because I have my monthly returning diva, Deb Matlock, and I am just so excited today. We are going to have our final talk on sacred nature connections. Oh, it's going to be great. So you're in for a treat, all you listeners. And Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? You bet. Yes, thank you so much for having me on again. As Joyce said, I'm Deb Matlock. I'm coming to you all from Colorado in the United States. <clears throat> and I have a small business called Wild Rhythms, where the focus is on nurturing and developing our sacred connection to earth, animals, and the world of spirit. And I do a particular focus on professional trainings for people who want to bring some of that work into what they offer in the world, whether they're educators or healers or coaches or, um, you know, all kinds of professionals, um, you know, that want to bring nature connection work into what they do. So the sacred nature connection conversation is, is really near and dear to my heart for sure. Oh, oh definitely. It's, it's your passion because it's what you do on a daily basis. And I love that. That is just beautiful. Yeah, your website. I just love your website, Sacred Animal Communication for People and Sacred Connections. and That's what it's all about, live deeply connected to earth animals and spirits. So, oh, it is just beautiful. Your website is very, very nice. It's where a lot of people can find out a lot of information about how to do this sacred nature connection and how they connect deeper. Thank you. You're so welcome, Deb. And as we talk about, we have talked a lot here the last few months about sacred nature connection. And we just kind of have talked about different things. And this week, as we wrap it up for this topic, for now anyway, I know we can go into even more later on, but as for now, we were going to talk about cultivating awe. Now, what would you explain to our listeners as cultivating awe? You know, I I have to say, this is going to be cheesy, but this is an awesome topic. And <laughs> the reason I want to start there is because, you know, we hear the word awesome a lot. You know, I, I hear it with young people, with older people. It's one of those words that's kind of claimed a space in our language you know it it can be oh that's an awesome sunset or oh that was awesome I I made that green light you know like it's it's like (laughs) all these different levels of awesome and of what awe means but I think what we when we actually stop and ask ourselves you know what is awe you know I think of it as that thing that makes me pause something that makes me go oh my goodness that is incredible what an amazing thing what a miracle what a 
what a mind blowing idea. You know, what a, a simple moment during the day that just gives me a moment where my heart flutters. And so I think that the the starting point for this conversation is really for each of us to reflect on, you know, what 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 would we consider, you know, something that is awe inspiring for us? And knowing that there's a, a million ways for that to show up in our days. And so I think just being aware of that idea for starters is a, is a launching point for this. Oh, I so agree because, like you said, the word awesome is, like, used so many times in so many different ways. And just some things that came to my mind as you were talking about that, we have had a lot of wind here in Kansas, which I know a lot of people have had here this spring. And it's I'm just in awe when I see the birds flying in all that wind and how they're even flying into the wind. And I'm like, how can that be? I can hardly walk sometimes on the ground. How can they be up there in the air? I, it just It just puts me in awe. And I just, some of those things I think about and the green, how the trees are greening up again and the flowers are coming and I'm just in awe of the beauty that it brings to the earth when this happens. So those are just a couple things that came to my mind as you were talking about the word awe and awesome. Well, and I love I love that as a starting uh, conversation point because I, when I think of awe, I think one of the things that really helps for us as humans is to think of it on scale. You know, from the micro, tiniest little things in our daily life to the macro, you know, the things that might happen once or twice in our lifetimes or, you know, a phenomenon that we experience one time. And, and like, the birds flying on the wind is is completely awe-inspiring and awesome. You know, it's like what what their bodies, you know, how their bodies are created to allow them to be able to float like that and, and fly, you know, with hollow bones, for example, and the way that their feathers and and just their structure and their wings and all the things that allow for their their flight. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I've seen hawks around here. I, I, it seems to me like they're playing on those wind thermals. You know, they'll get in and kind of spiral in a <laughs> circle and then fly out and then fly back in. And, you know, it's so beautiful to watch, and it's something that I absolutely cannot physically do. You know, there's nothing I can do. For a human to do that, we have to add contraptions. You know, we either have to be in a plane or or with hang gliding, you know, equipment, you know, we we can't do it with our bodies. And so that's awesome. And yet it also happens all the time around all of us, you know, birds doing their amazing things. Um, It's just if we open our eyes to it and realize just how incredibly cool it is, you know, it's like, (laughs) wow, you know, and and the fact that we're here together with these beings that live so differently uh, is is pretty amazing. It's, It's just amazing to me. So that's an exact, that's oh. a perfect example of something that you see on a regular basis, but yet is is completely miraculous. Oh. I so agree. And I like what you said, too. I mean, sometimes I think people, us humans, think it has to be something really big, where if you just stop each day and look at the little things, you'll, you will more than likely find something that you say, ah, that is awesome. And sometimes it's the little things that really count. You know, the big things are great. But if you wait and wait and wait for that great big thing to be able to say that's awesome, you've missed all the little things in between. And that's kind of how I look at it. How do you feel about that? 
I think uh, I 100% agree. I think, you know, um, when we're only looking for the awesome things, we also take the a little bit of the, of the awesome, like, big things, you know, the big, like, ah, you know, wow. Um, yeah. I've never seen that before, and I'll never see it again, you know, those kind of moments. I think we kind of take a little bit of the sacred out of our days because mm-hmm. it's not that those big things aren't amazing, you know, and, and and things that will change us and transform us and really get into our hearts and souls, but the sacredness of life around us all the time is... Yes. Is, I think it can help us root deeply into our places and into our, our our sense of spirituality, you know, however that looks for all of us, you know, whether it's a deeply religious spirituality or it's a philosophical. I mean, you know, that's the beauty of that is that, that those daily miracles, those daily um, awarenesses, I think are such beautiful windows into seeing ourselves as part of something so much bigger than us and such a big, beautiful mystery. I mean, mm-hmm. I certainly don't know how to create you know, I mean, so many different kinds of birds, like to go back to what we were just talking about, all over the world, you know, all doing, it's just, I'm, I'm losing words for a second there, because it's so awesome, <laughs> it's so amazing. I know. <laughs> I hear you completely, because it's just like, well, they call them cardinals, but I call them red birds, and their music is just beautiful, and how they can sit up in those trees and sing that beautiful tune all the time and I mean it is it to me every time I hear them it's just it's an awe moment because I'm like oh that is just incredible I just love to listen to them and, and the other day there was a blue jay out here and their colors and and the robins and the birds we have a lot of birds that like to sit up on top of the cows and it is so awesome how they just sit there and the cows don't care and the birds are like, this is great. And I'm like, it is just, I'm just always in amazement of all the little things like that, of how beautiful nature is when you take a look around it. Because I I love nature and I'm in nature all the time. And it's just, even like with the baby calves, I've been around cattle all my life. And every time a new baby calf is born, I'm like, oh my goodness. Look at that new little miracle, and it's oh. it's just an awe moment. <laughs> yeah, an awe moment. I love that. That's a great phrase, the awe moment. You know, and um, and when we open ourselves up to the idea of letting our life be filled with awe moments, and and to be in a state of awe of the life around us, mm-hmm. you know, every every being becomes part of that joy becomes part of that dance i think about like earthworms for example that a lot of people think are gross or don't even think about you know a lot mm-hmm. of people know they're important but don't really think about them but if you, if you actually stop and, and and like look at an earthworm and think about the world that they live in and the amazing role that they play for all of us with our gardens and our fields and you know keeping our soil healthy and and keeping mm-hmm. it aerated and, and you know allowing us to do the things that we do growing plants and food and gorgeous flowers and all these things, none of it would be possible without these earthworms. That's pretty awesome. And what they do and how they live is completely foreign to me. I mean, I stand there and watch them, you know, I I often will get them off the sidewalk after rain and try to find a place of soil to put them back in. And then watching them kind of work their way back into the soil is, is completely amazing to me. And it just allows me to sit there and just go, you know, I... I am not that I am not that special as a human. I am one of many special beings as a human. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, that to me is part of the sacred nature connection journey is just saying, wow, we all have roles to play. And they're all, yeah. they're all really important. You know, and that means humans too, you know. We, we can do some, some pretty egregious things and we can also do some pretty amazing things, you know. And mm-hmm. one of the things we get to do is choose. Right. And I think the sacred, awesome orientation of looking at life helps us to make some choices that can be very life-affirming. Oh, how true that is. Oh, that is so true because, yes, we have we have the option to make the choices. And we said if you just take that moment or even seconds, even like looking up into the sky, which all of us can do, and seeing the different formation of the clouds or how bright the sun is shining or in the evening how beautiful the moon is, how it's positioned. And it's, to me, those are awe moments if you just take the time and look. And, I mean, it's just they're, they're right there in front of us and they all play a part and we all make that full circle to live together on this earth. And that, to me, is what is so incredible. That's an awe moment, that we all have, can play our part to live together and help one another out in that way, like you talked about the earthworms and with the sky and when we do get some rains and how it replenishes the earth. And it's it's just all part of a full circle, a web of working everything together. Yeah, and what I love about that is it really exemplifies how, to use an ecological term, we each have a niche. You know, we each have a a role Mm -hmm. to play. And so whether somebody's got um, a desire in their heart to do, you know, um, community gardens or work with children or work with elders or or create food for their communities, you know, um, farm and and ranching, you know, there's so many roles. Um, educating and medical. I mean, like, if we can all accept that, the, you know, what, what we're feeling called and what's pulling us in life, you know, is a role, you know, that, that we're playing just like the earthworm, just like the birds, just like the coyotes, you know, just like the trees and the plants, you know. I, I mean, boy, you look at the role of plants after um, a forest fire where the plants have been cleared off a landscape, you know, if, if rain comes quickly after that, then you've got mudslides and all this these things going on because the plants have an incredible role of holding holding the soil on the side of the mountain here in Colorado. You know, it's it's like mm-hmm. we can take for granted these roles, but they actually are so critical. And if we also look at ourselves as part of it, then yeah, there's so much beauty in that. There's so many beautiful things we can offer and share and and do to build our communities in in such beautiful ways that are just so wild and natural and in my mind part of that sacred nature connection. Oh yes, yes. It all it all weaves together into that sacred nature connection. Each one of us has our role and just like the animals and the plants and the trees and the air, the sky, I mean it all it all weaves together to make it what it is. And oh that is just beautiful and it's just realizing those little awe things, even like every or in the mornings when the sun comes up seen it all the time but every morning it's like wow there's the sun when it comes up and it's like there's another awe moment or the beautiful sunsets so it's just taking those little things to me it's the little things that add up to the big things and that's what I love to do is just take a moment 
each time and look at the little odds in the world rather than focusing on a big one. And you know what's so cool about that is that there are literally never two sunsets, for example, that are the same Mm-mm. ever. You know, you can sit in the exact chair on on your back patio or whatever facing the exact direction, you know, not even touching the chair, same angle, everything, at the exact time each day, and it will never look the same. And to me, it's like it's like live theater. You know, it's like there's it's just it's a miraculous, beautiful, amazing thing mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. get to have that that awesome experience. And all we have to do is be open to it. That's all we exactly. have to do is say, I'm going to allow myself to to bathe in the awe of of life today, and just let myself be surprised by things. Let myself be, you know, my curiosity be awakened and my my heart kind of let it just be, you know, opened up and bursted open with the beauty of something or, or the incredibleness of all of a sudden I'm watching a bird at my feeder sharing food with one of, you know, her babies. And I'm just going to let that weave its way into my heart for a minute and, and not just think of it as the backdrop to everything else I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I'm going to put down my to-do list for just a second and enjoy this moment and uh see what see what nature brings to me or what i what my eyes bring to me that maybe i have been looking at and didn't see it as an awe moment but when i really focus on it and go wow that is incredible and sometimes that's all it takes and it's amazing for myself what it does for your attitude for how you feel, your perspective on the day. It's just kind of like, oh, wow, that was gorgeous. Thank you for giving me that moment to see something like that. And it just, it's kind of like gratitude. I mean, it's being grateful for being able to experience something so small like that. And it is it is amazing for myself how it will change my whole day. And I, I love that, for just taking that moment and being grateful for it. Oh, and I think you bring up a super important point, which is that, you know, you're mentioning how it changes how you feel and it changes your day. And then this kind of thing, I would agree, same same for me. And it mm-hmm. changes the way that I interact with others, other animals, other mm-hmm. people, the world around me. You know, so like the ripple effect of allowing ourselves to be amazed and to, to just witness the miracle of life and just take the moment to feel the awe. I think the ripple effect is that it can create in the world, you know, we're better people. We treat each other better. We we behave, you know, are we calmer than when that person is um, cuts us off in traffic? Are we calmer when we're waiting in line at the grocery store and the person in front of us is on their phone and, you know, slowing up the line, you know? Are we able mm-hmm. to sort of extend that, that respect, that gratitude, that sense of awe to the things in our life that we don't like? You know, like it's not awesome when our dogs get sick in the middle of the night and we get woken up and there's a mess to clean up and we got to get outside and, and of course we want to care for them and help them. But then, okay, it's all part of this awesome process, you know, and if we can allow ourselves <laughs> to see the beauty of just being able to be there with them in that moment. And, and right. yeah, it's not fun to clean things off the carpet at 2 in the morning. I've been there, you know, it's not a pleasant thing. <laughs> but it's just part of it, you know, and, and does it allow us that, compassion for each other and that tolerance for each other does it allow us to see that that miraculous spark of life you know in, in a, a person that maybe we don't agree with or that 
has a different belief system than us? You know, does it allow a foundation for a compassionate, peaceful way of existing? I don't know. I like to think it does. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do, too. I I agree with you so much. And like you said, with your dog or if it's a cat or whatever, the appreciation that you know they feel for you taking care of them. And, I mean, it's the same thing in, like you said, waiting in line at the grocery store or if you've got a cart full and somebody behind you has two items and you say, go ahead and go in front of me or it's okay, just take your time. I'm in no hurry. And it is amazing the response you get. Normally, they will smile back. And, I mean, to me that says so much of how they appreciated it, just like your animal did when you cleaned up after them. And it's it's those little things or telling maybe someone in the store that's having a, you can tell they're having a struggling day or maybe they're new at their job and they're struggling at it to say, hey, it's okay, I understand, been there, done that. So it's just letting people know that you you do care and that you do understand in the situation that maybe they're in, like I said, starting a new job or something like that at the bank or at the grocery store or somewhere. So it's just having that compassion and being able to understand and put your put your to-do and your busyness kind of to the side and think of someone else. And to me that it just makes it makes your day as well as helping make their day better is how I always feel. Yeah, oh, and I love that example of the new job because I've seen that before where some poor person is just flustered and stressed out and it's all it takes is saying, oh, yeah, it always takes a long time to get Because I've been there. I've been in exactly that place, uh-huh. and it's not comfortable, uh-huh. especially if somebody's being rude and, and obnoxious. And you're like, I'm sorry, I'm doing the best I can. You need to calm down because, you know, uh-huh. I'm trying not to mess this brand-new thing up that I'm doing. You know, I think we can extend that to the life around us, the, the non-human life around us, too. I, I I do a lot of volunteer work with um, dog rescue and talking with new adopters. And one mm-hmm. of the things I say often over and over again is, okay, let's take a minute and just imagine what it would feel like to be in your dog's position. You know, brand new home, yeah. brand new people, brand new stimulus everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, of course, your dog's not going to understand all the things that you have to just calmly and, and, and say, okay, if it were me and I just lost everything that I ever knew, and got dropped into an entirely new environment, how would I be handling it? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's like it allows that compassion. And I think it comes from being able to look at, at our dog, like in this case, and seeing a living, the, the amazingness of that being. And saying, okay, right. right, you're not on our schedule yet. That's cool. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're used to going outside at 3 in the morning. We'd like to try to do that at 6. So we're going to move it up a little bit each night until we get there, you know. We're just going to work compassionately. And, and I think, you you know, I love your example of, of just how do we have that patience for each other, knowing that we're all in it. We're all doing all the same things. Yeah. We've all got that time where we're really good at something and a time where we're brand new. You know, we've all got the dog that's been ours in our family for, for years who's super well-adjusted and then the brand new one that, you know, can be challenging for at the beginning as we're just trying to get to know each other. And, um, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, compassion at the root of sacred nature connection. Oh yes, yes, I I totally totally agree with that, and how how true it is just to realize that they're a living soul too, and they have feelings too, 
and they're just the animals are just like the people they they understand what you're saying they just it's like you said putting them in a whole new environment i mean how do i react when i'm in a whole new environment not the same as i do when i'm in my comfort environment so you have to think about it that way too that was a great example with working with rescues and different things when you're talking to people that are looking at adopting one not to expect the miracle to happen and them to be the perfect dog that or cat that they think they should be on the first night because it's kind of like bringing a new baby home they're not going to probably sleep through the whole night (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right I've I've definitely heard from more new parents like, oh my gosh, what just happened to my life, you know? <laughs> but then you fast forward, you know, a few months and it's a different it's a different tune, you know. So a different question of what just happened to my life. <laughs> and how true it is that it's the same. I compare. I always compare it a lot to the animals too. It's it's a whole new life. It's just like the new baby calves. When the first time when we come out to feed that first day, they're like, what's that? What what are they doing? And the rest of the calves are like, oh, this is old stuff. So everything is brand new to them. So you just have to respect that and just let them kind of get used to everything in the environment. And it's amazing how how they adapt and the animals and people too. I mean, it's 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 kind of an awe. Oh, my think back to when they the calves were just born how they reacted and now they're like they're laying there like yeah no big deal they're just coming out to feed us we're fine right here <laughs> yeah and and I think you know I know we we talked about compassion in one of our previous discussions on sacred nature connection but what I love is how this is wrapping it all you know all the pieces go together and and you know we've talked about empathy and compassion and being open to communicating with the you know wild nature and the non-human world and respect and i think that awe kind of you know forms a foundation for a lot of that because i mean they all weave together but awe is sort of i think for a lot of us a door opener to get into those places of compassion and respect and and being open to see the viewpoints of another and all the things we're kind of you know talking i love how it's kind of going full circle here as we wrap up this particular <laughs> series of conversations because you know, we, if we start with that awe, that openness to miracles, that just willingness to be amazed mm-hmm. by by all the different ways that life is, exists around us, you know, I think it just opens the door to us to just really dig into our souls and say, wow, I can, if I live from that orientation, if I live from that space, A, I won't miss as much. I will, I will really see a lot of miracles and a lot of amazing things that I would have easily missed. Mm-hmm you know, enrich our own life that way. And B, I will I will be able to function in this world in a way that is just what the world needs. That compassion yes. and respect. Empathy, mm-hmm. you know. Boy, we sure could use I mean I probably can't have too much of those things in my in my opinion. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Oh wow. That was that was a great way to wrap it all up together and show how how we all intertwine together in this web of life. That was that was incredible. I loved it, Deb. <laughs> well, this interview went way too fast like I knew it would because I love this topic. I could we could I think we could talk for months on sacred nature connection. It is just I there's so many different points to bring into it and I just I just loved every moment of it. And 
you have such a, I talked in the beginning about your beautiful website. Would you share just a moment about how um, our listeners can connect with you and how they can get to your website and just a little bit about what you have to offer to help our listeners also on this Sacred Nature Connection? Absolutely. Yeah, my website address is wild-rhythms.com. And if you head over there, you'll be able to join my email list and also see offerings and upcoming events and programs. And um, I've also got a Facebook group that people are very welcome to join. It's called Sacred Connection, Earth, Animals, and Spirit. And so you're welcome to head to Facebook if you're a Facebook user. And, um, you know, we just share articles and inspirations and poems. And, you know, it's a beautiful, it's become a really beautiful space of sharing and inspiring each other on a sacred nature journey, sacred connection journey. And, um, you know, I would just love to chat with anybody who's interested. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm happy to, um, I also do a lot of work with practitioners, people who are wanting to weave some of this kind of stuff into what they offer to the their clients and communities. And it gets me really excited to sort of brainstorm with folks how that might look. And so I've got uh, some trainings, you know, throughout the year for folks in that category as well. So I'd be happy to chat with anybody who's got questions or, or wants to chat further. Oh, thank you so much, Deb, for giving that information, and we will definitely post your links with this interview also. And I just want to thank you for being my monthly guest and this great, great topic that we've been talking about and how we all wrapped it together. Thank you so much, Deb, and you have a magical day today. Oh, likewise. Yes, thank you. You are so welcome. And I would like all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely amazing interview with our incredible diva, Deb Matlock. Please share this show with all your family and friends and check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. Wishing each one of you a magical day. And remember, just take a moment and be open to see the miracles and the awe around you today. And be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.